MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! You guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the Black Mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as... Breakfast Club, bitches! I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. Everybody wake up! It's a new day! This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up! Wake up! Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Natasha. Hey, Natasha. I'm from North Carolina. From North Carolina. Good morning. I got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Um, why are you having Russia's car show to North Carolina? Uh, you know what? We were supposed to actually bring it to North Carolina this year. Um, but I maybe thought you said South year. Carolina. Yeah, we were going to do it. Now, it's going to do North or South. We were going to actually do it with North, and we had the baby's cars. It was going to be dope. But, you know, actually what happened is the, the, the date we were going to do it, 
uh, PRE, which is Dolph's company, reached out and wanted to do something special for Dolph, so we did it in Memphis. But we're definitely going to hit up either South or North Carolina. I would love to. I mean, it's, it's such a call culture. I think it would be great for the city. So we, we're working on it, Mama. Oh, can I give my friends a couple of shout-outs? I'm going to give my friend Quisha a shout-out. Thank you for sending me positive vibes every morning. I love you, girl. Thank you. Oh, you have a, a good morning, well, Mama. All right, y'all. Hello, who's this? Oh, hello? Hey, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Oh, what's up, man? I just want to say I love you guys. Y'all love me and get it. Everything. I love you guys, man. And um, that's it, man. I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you, King. We love uh, brother, you, too, brother. Appreciate you, brother. That was you know that. heartfelt. Oh, I hope OG Rob called this morning. Oh, man. Oh, she's going to need a... They're going to want to battle you. What? Hello, You'll who's see. this? Let's see if he calls. Good morning. This is Ben again from Detroit. What up, though? Ben, what up, though? Get it off dope, your chest. Bro. Oh, right. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to all the singer dads out here making it do what it do. Uh, no every day is Father's Day for us. Man, ain't no such thing as no single dad. Man, you crazy, man. I'm out here making it do what it do, man. You want, you want praise for something women do. You a dad. Get, get your ass off this phone. Damn it, man. Man, I got two birthdays back to back. I'm dealing with Friday. My boy turned four. And Saturday, my other one turned 14. And what I'm a, doing it by myself. What I'm a making it do what it do. What a mama went. What you oh, oh, they uh, talking about they don't get uh, uh, no money on that day. So I'm still okay. They don't get no All money right, well, on that congratulations day. on being a regular dad. And uh, great, great, great news, man. You don't get no congratulations yeah, cause, for Yeah, because everybody ain't, though. Everybody ain't. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah you can't give nobody no props for what they're supposed no, to do. No, I'm giving you props for what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take care of your kids. Get your ass in here, What's the trunk? <laughs> Talking about single dads. That was the most. He got two different That was weak moments. as hell. That made me mad. <laughs> Talking about I'm a single dad. Get a girlfriend then. Hello, who's this? This Darren. Hey, Darren. Get it off your chest, Darren. Hey, man, I got to get this off my chest. For the last two years, I've been listening to Charlemagne and you. you let me you, but Charlemagne seems like he's pro Trump. But he's acting like he's not on the radio. Wow, he's he 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 pro Trump because you always saying what Biden gonna do, what Biden ain't did. But when Trump was president, what did he do for black people? Not a damn thing. But what's your what's your okay I, then? What so, I, but, but, but you keep saying what okay Biden then. did. Figured you out. What is Biden? Biden? He, he, he ain't fit to be president. He ain't. He, he not. Biden's in office though, my brother. Like you gotta, you gotta critique yeah, the person but, in charge. Yeah, if you have a problem with somebody, but, you you gotta be able to say it when you say it. They be like, oh, you against yeah, Joe Biden? Why, why, no, why can't just... we critique the people in charge? And how come if we critique the people in charge, you either pro one or or against one? I don't understand that logic, my but, brother. But but you know, when Trump was president, Trump didn't do nothing for black people. Y'all don't never say that. Y'all always say what Biden ain't doing. Hey. And, and, and y'all know Biden tries to do it, hey, my but brother, the Republicans stop my, it every time. Trump never said he was going to do something for do, black people. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know that there's nobody who's gotten donkey of the day more in the history of donkey of the day than Donald Trump? You know, Donald Trump got his own donkey of the day intro. Oh, he quiet he's now. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't, that's, don't that's let him crazy. get quiet. Why he's he gonna get quiet now? He's gonna go. Charlotte, he's on to you. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? 
DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God. Good morning. OG Rob, OG we, got Rob. A, we got a challenger in here for OG you today, Rob. OG Rob. All right, now, Carlos Miller is in here. Now, Carlos Miller now, you know, OG Rob is our resident uh, New York rapper. He calls every Friday, he always gives us some bars. Right. Charlamagne yeah, and myself, we usually battle him. You know what I mean? But, but, but you and Chico Bean... Have uh ever uh, uh, y'all 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 bought the old school flow back to the new school? Okay. So let's go. Okay. OG, OG Rob going on challenge. You. All right, let's go, OG. <clears throat> okay, check it out. I said, yeah, they locking, posting up in the same spot. Let me show them how this mobility feeling like jackpot. Making moves, embracing the concrete. Let the numbers speak. They all weak. Stuck on repeat. Stomp on each other's feet. I keep it low. Fundamentals part of my foundation. No time wasting in body bags or cremation. I'm holding court. Real spill from an OG. I respect the drill, but hip hop is where it's supposed to be. I'm locked in. Make steaming without my back end. The two time finesse. It's a white on white of the lawsuit matching a Tesla. I'm way better. They bar status below average as a no pretender. How the paragraphs gets clipped and scrambling. I'm boss handling a repeat defender. Still, I'm up, drop them. Then return the sender. Cold winners. Turn the hot summers, bringing them poor bearers. Oh, this gonna be Lose. easy. Lose, this gonna be easy. I don't know. Lose look a little nerve. No, man. Man. Talk nerve. to that man. <laughs> well, yo, let's go. Let's go. My turn. Yeah, let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Down south, brother, but I always pack heat. He Something you. you never seen like a clean New York street. Ooh. Ooh. I creep in and out like the rats used to. Ooh. Run up on your block and nobody said they knew you. Nobody. Ooh. OG Rob. You ain't really no OG. Mm. You just a old dude. Uh-huh. Acting like the old me. <laughs> I'm with DJ Envy. Cause all the DJs envy when he hanging with Charlemagne. Used to be three people on the show. They uh -huh. cut one and let two do their thing. Oh, 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 OG Rob, hang up the phone right now. Hang up the phone, OG Rob. Hey, hey, Rob. Nah. Nah, I ain't going out no, like you that. Gotta, you gotta hang up the phone, bro. questions because I'm a problem solver. We Pull won't. up with two Chinese girls and two revolvers. Uh -huh. Ooh. Ooh. Real yeah. cool dude. Repping the ATL. Got a whole lot of stuff in my pocket. Most of it's for sale. Ooh. Don't ask me nothing because I don't like questions. You better write down all your comments and then text me the suggestions. Ooh. 
When you see me out rolling, just know that the block is probably hot. I don't know nothing about who got beat up, and I don't know nothing about them folks that got popped. No snitching. Exactly. Yeah. On the Breakfast Club, and we ain't even got no breakfast. <laughs> we used to rock heavy ice, big chains, and I ain't even got no nickel. Bars. Bars. That's what I'm used to. All right, there you go. OG Rock, thank you. Okay. Jesus, I right, shout to OG Rob. Get off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? 
That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boyfriend, a longtime boyfriend? I mean, I'm... I got like I got a couple kids now, mm-hmm. you know. Like, what? Why y'all want to know about my coochie so bad? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I told you, dumbass. I got where name came Nick, from. If she said where with the DJ Envy came from, I can tell her. If you say where Charlemagne came from, you can tell her. If I said Charlemagne with the good bunky, bunky, bunky. You know what bunky is? Y'all from South Carolina? We say bunky. Charlton, South Carolina. That is bunky. That is bunky. Yeah. Okay. And I. And I love that for you. I see nothing wrong with that. I just feel like uh, we, if we would get to my name, you know, yeah. I just, you yeah. know, I'm a fruitful queen. Okay, well, since go. we still got this voice, let me ask you this. Um, not too long ago, you said you didn't want, you did not want to be ghetto no more. You wanted to be, you know, classier, I guess. Okay. Well, you know, what did that stem from? Did that stem from what commentators or, you know, spectators, critics? No, 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 what, no, 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 no. From? definitely didn't spend from like commentators or right. spectators or the popcorn crew. Gotcha. It, Honestly, I'm just growing as a woman. I got you. I am growing, you know, and I feel like it's just because I came from the hood don't mean that I forever I have to be, mm-hmm. you know, ghetto. Ain't That's nothing right. wrong with being ghetto, you know. I thought I'd just seen the interview. You said you want to... You you would fart and yeah, I will fart in the mouth. I said that. Yes, you, you did. think that's ghetto? No, I used to say that all the time back in the day. I, that was my that's thing. Not. I used to say, you know, you suck a fart out of girls' butt. That was a sign. Yeah, of and that's love and respect. Yeah, I don't that's a, think that's a sign that's, of love and respect. Yeah, I don't think that's ghetto. I just think that's disgusting. This is nasty. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, that's just nasty. Know. I never said I didn't want to be nasty no more. I said I want to be ghetto. Okay, you right. But that if a man wants worse. to suck a fart out my ass, I'm gonna let him. I love that. Let's get it. And you also said, um, since he bought it up and only him, he bought it up that you would like to be on as well. She shouted yeah. out the Diddy first. only him. She shouted yeah. at the Diddy first and then she shot shouted out, yeah, yeah. Shot but that's the Diddy? only comparison that, that she had to come she, to because uh, earlier you mean, somebody had said that they like to be peed Young on. Miami, you know right. what I'm saying? I thought it wasn't it Carisha said she liked to go yeah. And I was showing love. I mm-hmm. said. Yeah, because she is in supportation Yeah, of that. supportation at the end of the day. I don't know what I might do for somebody that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 
I'm a very submissive queen. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to talk to somebody with leadership skills. Because mm-hmm. if I talk to a drug dealer, he probably had me in the hood, and I don't want to do that no more. Drug so dealers me. have a fantastic leadership skills, man. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. I love drug dealers. Yeah. Every, yeah. I think there's oh, not a drug dealer out here that couldn't have been, especially if he was a kingpin. You could have been the CEO before Fortune 500 company, the kingpins, too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. And my daddy was a drug dealer. That's so that's right. okay. But at the end of the day, I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me fart in that know. mouth. That's Where crazy. is this happening? Are you, yeah. are you at least on OnlyFans? Are you getting paid for this? Is that your boyfriend? You know, you know how much I made from OnlyFans since you bringing it up? A million. More than a million. Does I'm, the IRS I'm, know this? Two million. They know now. Two, they right. know now. They know now and I pay Give my taxes. But we're not even just talking about OnlyFans. We're talking about posters. Mm. Mm-hmm. This done went viral. Mm. I, I'm, I'm blessed with one of them good looking mm. cats. I don't know what you y'all done mm. seen. But yeah, like I'm really one of them girls. Yeah, I know you. Oh, you don't know what's going on. Ah, what's going on? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm something uh, irregular that you ain't never seen before. So I'm going to get you used to it. Hence the name yeah. Suki with the good coochie. It ain't good for nothing. Listen, yeah, you get good. paid off and that's what happened, yeah, which yeah. brings me to my next question. Let's go. Are you still on OnlyFans literally currently? Um, right now? I'm not on OnlyFans right now. I'm focused on my career and that's mm-hmm. as an artist and mm-hmm. as a, a TV star. Absolutely. People so, were mad at you a couple of weeks ago. Huh? People were mad at you a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, you want to say that's okay. With Chopper. L.A. Lee Chopper. That's right. With my hair. I don't know. he come on the show? Yeah, he he came, what are you saying? What are you saying? Because y'all want to bring it back. He said you wanted to. He said y'all was cool. You know what the f he did? He said Soxy did. Now, now you collide <laughs> with the eyebrows. Get into it. He can have threaded. He can have threaded. No, but I, I thought he said y'all. I did think he. Th- I thought he said y'all wanted to do it. I didn't. Miss Russell, what he said? He said that. He said Soxy want to do it, and that's my girl. She. Oh, okay. so you didn't want to do it? But, so basically, what you want to say is, no, I'm not the one that said I wanted to no, do it. No, it was like I honestly didn't along with the flow, and I didn't want to be a party pooper. Okay, so one thing about it, we on South Beach, we in Miami, we like to turn up. You know, and we all outside. We twerking on the ground, mm-hmm. and I don't know who the hell said grab the hair and started. It. I just like I, you at went first, with it. Yeah, at first no. At first I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. It was like, Suki, come on. I'm just like, this cool. For others, that might be whatever they think, but mm-hmm. me, that's a missive play. I was actually having a good time. The missive play. The missive play. Like mm-hmm. if yeah. my man want to walk me like a dog, I'm gonna let him walk me like a dog. I'm gonna walk mm-hmm. him like a dog. I'm gonna whip him with my wig. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put candle wax on his ass. I'm mm-hmm. gonna beat his ass. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stretch his ass. Little like, mama had a problem with it. And she said something and you responded oh, to yeah, little mama. Oh, yeah, little mama, yeah. Yeah, but little mama had a problem with him, too. Because yeah, he made her cry. Yeah, I did yeah, not he, make her cry. You did make her cry. Stop. You did make little mama cry that time. You did. No, I did not. You made her cry that time. You kept saying something about some type of face. No, me and little mama. You said, like, oh. Me and little mama. What did he say? He didn't say what he said. You know what he said. Verbatim, he said, you the queen of the young struggle face. But that was, it was supposed to be jokes between her and me going back and forth. She actually cried. When our former co-host Angela Yee bought up her mother, who had just passed away, that's what okay. actually made her cry. And little mama said was, that herself. Okay, no, no, yeah. all right, no. That's you don't think that the fact what that struggle young struggle face <laughs> what that made her cry a little bit, even after her mom and now looking look at, at the lost. and looking at the wig <laughs> that she had on, don't. you <laughs> don't think that you could have chilled and refrained from he that comment? Remember. I apologize, little mama, wherever you are, if you see this. Do you even remember? Okay. I no. don't really. Okay. Of course I remember. People bring it up all the time. I can't forget it. I try I just to forget posted it. Yesterday. <laughs> yes. yes. See? She's Accountability. Yes. You're right. I, and you know Thank what? Thank you. Uh, she, she did leave I the apologize. Tweet. She went, did y'all she speak? Did y'all speak? He, no, but she had wrote she has sent me like some um universe meditation things. And I know she didn't mean she didn't mean anything. Wrong. So she, she sent you a scripture. She was trying to give me some healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. And I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie, I do need a little bit of healing. She, yeah, yeah, she yeah. wasn't wrong. Yeah, but she like probably said, wanted the best for me. It could have been personal. It could have been personal. It could have been more personal. It could have, because it was like a little, yeah, like what you say, you ain't saying nothing <laughs> about me farting in these mouths. Right. 
Yeah. Because she probably did that too. <laughs> she did it. You okay. about I ain't gonna lie. Let me clear oh, this up. I, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like me knowing people, I feel mm -hmm. like she's a genuine girl. No, absolutely. She just had me f***ed up that time and she didn't mean yeah, to. Because I just, I, I, if I could request I just had her DM me and we could have talked chit chat. Yeah. Alright, we got more with Suki Hana when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Suki Hana. Now you got you got three kids, right? Yeah. Is that the reason you said you know what I'm gonna get away from OnlyFans because you have kids? They go to school and um, other kids would be like, I know your mama's, you know, Suki. Yeah, with no, the good no, coochie. no. Like first of all, yeah, they they don't want Suki with the good coochie because I pop out them kids. My kids know I'm Suki mm. with the good coochie. Mm -hmm. What the hell? No, I was gonna say because yeah. in school, Why would your kids know that because they know. I just you got you got to have good coochie to pop out them Instagram. Let me tell you something. I love being pregnant. Mm -hmm. I love having babies Me too. and I love raising babies and I breastfeed all of them. I love children like I love my mm -hmm. children so much and they're going to have prominent futures whatever they want to yeah. be mm -hmm. boxers they want to be a soccer player anything I'm going to do I'm going to do what I got to do to make them that mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm gonna what it take for me to get that coin to make sure they straight I'm gonna do what I gotta do mm -hmm. nobody can't judge me you ever had to check a mom at school for, for saying something one of her kids saying something no my kids don't go to no public school I that's know that's right I, I pay for teachers I, I pay for home oh, homeschool yeah I, I do stuff like that cause mm -hmm. You know, my kids are my kids are special. Like, why would yeah. I? I'm not doing that. Everybody has their own reason what they do. Yeah. But I'm a breastfeeder mom, yeah. and I and I and I love my children. I have a good support system, mm -hmm. a good family, and um, like I I I'm, I have a career, and I take care of my kids very good. Mm -hmm. I love them. Mm -hmm. Like I would do anything for them. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as my OnlyFans, everybody done pops some. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all yeah. know what y'all moms done did? Mm -hmm. Girl, if you look, look, did y'all know what, what y'all moms done did? <laughs> <laughs> Bisexual, whatever. Like, what I is don't. It? Do I have to have a name? No, you don't. I don't want one because I seen like 
the interview that I did and I was just you know trying to explain he kept asking me all these different questions Jason yeah. Lee kept asking me all these different questions Jason Lee. Oh, yeah, shout out to Jason Lee oh, yeah shout out to Jason Lee but he asked me all these different questions about what my sexuality is mm -hmm. and I was kind of talking in circles and I seen the comments and they were like shout out to the people that's real gay and going through the real things and it was just like hmm you know, they're so judgmental in the comments. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these men are DL. Yeah. And that's why a lot of these people don't want to come out the closet. I don't consider myself gay. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself straight. Mm -hmm. I love people. I feel like, well, maybe I didn't have a go on a date or be in a relationship. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I think it's wrong. Right. You're a musician. <laughs> so let's talk about your music. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got that single... Uh, Casamigos, Casamigos. Mm -hmm. with Afrobeat and I ain't gonna lie came to New York for a promo run and the city all the DJs DJ Clue and everybody they've been showing me a lot of love and they're telling me that I got a hit and I believe in it I'm gonna tell you something about it. DJ Clue he's a liar he said that to everybody you's a motherfucking liar <laughs> he does. Man, you, you I liar. promise you yeah but let me tell you something I promise you I promise you because I know under that two piece that you got on you got a thong up your ass <laughs> and your booty Shave. So I'm gonna let you be great, but we're gonna get back in here. And? And the f with that. Cause I, I got a song called Eating, and I'm talking about eating an ass. Okay. But I know a that like his ass say, as Charlemagne, campaign, champagne, you go up and respect a queen when you see one. I don't give a f if DJ Crew lied. God tell the truth. And Casamigo is a mother. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When you're a business owner and you're juggling a lot of things, you need a team of people to keep your business running successfully. How do you find and hire the right people? Zip Recruiter. Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash breakfast. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about spinning the block. Now, this conversation comes from uh, Nelly and Ashanti and also uh, Mandy. And I'll, I'll be... Stop it, Envy. At this point, no. I, I ain't going back. Did it, done it, done not having it, it, it. He's texting you today. He was like, she, oh. on, she on that tequila today. It's single to Mayo. I'm going to hit her up. Nope. She might make some poor, some horrible decisions. I, I, the, the number <laughs> is blocked. Shout out to the ladies who changed the name in the phone, removed the emojis, but do not answer. You can't have emojis by your name if we done broke up this many times. So, so what now, his name is His right name now. is now do not answer, but he's also blocked. So, boom. So the question I is, you, do you spit the either. block? That is the question. Y'all, I mean, I'm about to show you. Here's one thing. You would you say ten years? Yes, Nelly Nishanti was ten years. Do not answer. Yeah, but it's in red, and one is in white. I see one. You. In, <laughs> I see one in red, that's and one be, in white. That's because his name was something else first. You know, oh, it, okay, okay, it looks okay. like it wouldn't um go through if you blocked them though, right? No, it doesn't. That's yo, yo. just calls when we. Together. What's up, bro? Like, What's your name? <laughs> not playing with y'all. Yo, yo, my name is Richie from the port. Hey Richie. hey, Richie, we're talking about spinning the block. Is it a good idea if you spin the block after a long time? Has it worked for you or it doesn't work? Let's talk about it. Man, I, re I really can't get into it too, too much, but I got I got, I got, got these two females who I'm dealing with, and oh, every, time, one of them, every time they hit me, I, I spin the block, but when I hit them, they spin the block too. So 
Huh. Okay. I, so I guess I guess I guess I, don't, I guess it's a bad thing. Were, were you in relationships well, guess, with either of these women, or is this just a sexual spin the block? Um, I was in a relationship with both of them. So oh. what spin the block look like? Is it like a booty call? Is it like a little date night? What's it look like for you when they call? With whenever they hit me, I spin the block. Or whenever they hit you, you hit, hit them. They hit the block. <laughs> yeah. He said they hit me. I hit it. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Mindy. Hey, Mindy. Good morning. How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? Good. You spun a block on somebody after a long period of time? Actually, he spun the block on me. We dated for like a year. We broke up. He got married. Oh. Had a kid. Oh. Then uh, they, they, he broke up with her to be with me. He wanted to be with me the whole time. I still got Facebook messages. From when he was married, messaging me. Girl, I feel like you called so she can hear your voice. Damn. <laughs> oh, she very well could. Oh. Wow. So wait, are you with? Are you with? Are you with him now? And are they legally divorced? They are legally divorced. We've been together for uh, next week. It'll be nine years. Do you? Wow. Okay, now, Charlamagne. You've been a whole mistress for a long time. I was about to say, Charlamagne brought I up a saying. I was never a mistress. Charlamagne brought up a saying earlier. I want to know if you believe in the phrase, you get him, you lose him, how you get him. Do you think that I that. I believe in that, but I didn't get okay. him anyway. He just didn't want to be where. It's a long story. We don't even have that kind of time. She's a horrible person. Oh. But, um, oh. and I know that for a fact. We currently have uh, his daughter oh. that they have together. She lives with us. Oh, yeah, you want her. She can't take care of her. Damn, so why you say you wow. were never a mistress, though? Because she was with him first. Because I never was. They were not together. She said they, she got back when they broke I up. I don't want nobody else's man. He wanted to be with me, and I got messages where I'm telling him, like, go find your wife. Like, where's your wife? So why he left love her. saying that? Where your but wife we replying at? to the text. You replying, though. So, yeah, so he left his <laughs> wife for you? Yeah. So y'all never messed around when he was married? Never, nope. Or oh, you just sitting there lying on God on on a Good Friday for no. I would never, Charlamagne. Don't do that. I actually like you. Okay. Um, <laughs> right, I'll shut up. I, I, Charlamagne, shut up. Later, later. Well, thank you, Mama. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. All right, now, what's the moral of the story? What's the moral of the story, Mandy? I say, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. Nah, first after up, you let it go, up, it might not uh, never come uh, back. Uh, don't no, let that thing go. A lot of people don't miss you. Oh, there we it go. Was for you will not miss you, yo. So if and I'm saying this with a little bit of projection, because there's a lot of times that I've had to let someone go to really see if it's worth it. And if they come back, great. If not, then that wasn't the person for me. Y'all don't believe in breaking up the making up, though? What no. What Miffy Man and Angela wrote that beautiful song for? No. Huh? Mandy, no. every time, every 9, 10, 11, was it better every time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. See, because then I'll be. You break up the makeup, really? You gotta break up the makeup in there by Meffin Man and D'Angelo? Probably not. I'm sure we don't have that. We <laughs> probably got all you need. We got all you need. That Mary ain't the same. That ain't the same. That's oh. for, that's that's for uh, people who never broke up. I do love some I, breakup I sex. That, then. Oh my god, I want to just role play a breakup. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host with us this morning, Miss Jess Hilarious. That's hey. right. And we have our special guest. First time here. 
Yes. Thank you for joining us, Laverne Cox. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so excited to be here in all of my multitudes. We're, we're happy today. to have you here. Yeah. Why who, did you who, think who, you were who, banned? Yeah, who lied and yeah, said who you said were banned? You were banned? <gasps> That's what oh. Jason said. <laughs> so we had reached out last year when my Barbie came out. I was like, it would be great to come onto the Breakfast Club and talk about the Laverne Cox Barbie. I'm mm -hmm. the first trans person to mm -hmm. have a Barbie. And I think this audience is really valuable. I was, I was talking to Jason about this, and I think there's... I don't like to say there's white media and black media, mm -hmm. but like a lot of the work that I've done, the audiences have been diverse, but a lot it's been a majority white audience. I'm working at E now, and it's definitely a diverse audience there, but there's this is a black audience. Well, we're happy to have and you. And I'm black, and I love being black. Absolutely. And this black excellence is, I'm doing things out uh, here, and I mm -hmm. think that it's important for this audience to know that. So many of us were introduced <laughs> to you uh, when you were acting on Orange is the New Black. Yes. I told you when I mm -hmm. Uh, I first met you at the iHeart Music Festival and mm -hmm. you were backstage and I came up to you and I was like yo I'm a fan because I used to you know, love, I still love Orange is the New Black mm, thank you so acting is what you really really want to do is that your passion passion it absolutely is and I'm still acting um, last year um, a lot of people saw me in Inventing Anna which was um, a huge show mm -hmm. on Netflix All I right. played Casey Duke in that I have a guest spot in something that I can't talk about yet mm -hmm. but it's really cool and we're prepping to do a show with Norman Lear the legendary Norman wow. Lear called Clean Slate George Wallace, the legendary comedian, plays my dad. Wow. Um, it's set in my hometown of Mobile, Alabama. It's a comedy and it's about this woman who goes back home and tries to reconnect with her dad after many years of being away. So we start yeah. shooting that in Savannah, like, next month? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I don't yeah. think this era ready for Norman Lear comedy. Norman mm -hmm. Lear's the Jeffersons and Good Times. Well, like, good, I don't think they're ready. One day, the time, one day at a Time mm -hmm. did really well and he has, he has new shows. Norman is 100 years old and he's still producing shows mm -hmm. And people are watching. Oh, yeah. So, so as long as they're watching, we're gonna keep as creating. As long as they're right? watching, yeah. Norman is amazing. He yeah. is getting to know him, and just being in a room with him when we pitched mm -hmm. the show to him was just iconic. We sat in the room with him for like ninety minutes, and after the meeting, he said he was ninety six at the time. He said, "I learned more about life." in this last hour mm -hmm. that I should have known that I didn't know and I'm so grateful and we started working together on pitching this show and it took years and now here we are I want to go back for people that don't know this yes. is Laverne Cox first time on The Breakfast Club yes Amazing. so how did you get into acting what made you want to act oh, what got gosh. you into that mind frame as a kid I've always been a performer so I started out as a dancer so I'm 50 years old so mm -hmm. back in the day damn <laughs> right? I mean, but that's a good that's <laughs> black good. don't that's crack really yes. good. Yeah. and so I started studying dance in third grade, but I always knew I wanted to act, that I would transition to acting. Mm -hmm. And when I got to college, I was a dance major at Mary Mountman Hen College and started acting there. So I've been acting like since college and did my first movie my senior year at Marymount in 1996. So you knew that's what you wanted to do? I always knew, but then I finally accepted being trans when I was in 1998 and started transitioning. And I was like, well, there aren't any trans actors, so I don't mm. know if I can't really be an actor and be trans. And so I went to fashion school for three semesters and went to FIT. And then I was like, I don't really want to do this. I love fashion, but I don't want to do it. And then like I did a few more movies, just auditioned and got a few independent films. And then I started training seriously with this woman named Susan Batson, who is an iconic acting coach. Um, but finally, 20 years after I moved to New York, I got my big break in Orange is New Black. How right? was that? How was auditioning yeah, for that? Because, wow. you know, at first, I'm, I'm sure people didn't necessarily say, I, I don't know if 
Laverne fits this or how difficult was that being turned down? I mean, it was years of no's. I mean, the reason why it took 20 years is that there were no roles for me. So at Susan's studio, they were, she would have industry nights and I would audition for casting directors and agents and they'd be like, you're very talented, but there's no roles for you. You're mm-hmm. trans. It's like, maybe you should move to LA. And so it was, it was constantly that. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a trans something or drag thing would come up. And a lot of times in the beginning when I was auditioning, it would say drag queen, but I would just go in and they didn't know the difference between drag and trans and I would book or I wouldn't book and so for years there just weren't roles for me and so when the Orange is New Black audition came along I actually was going to stop acting I turned 40 that year so this was um, 11 years ago it was Mm -hmm. 2012 I turned 40 the big break hadn't happened. I was like, well, girl, you're 40, you're black, you're trans. Who do you think you're kidding, thinking you can do this? Mm. And I was studying for my GRE to go to grad school. Um, I was in student loan debt. It was a mess, girl. I was in rent arrears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was on a payment plan to avoid eviction I, I, from I my apartment. You, I love that you looked at NBA and said, it's a girl, girl right? Yeah. Yeah. When I say I yeah. love that, that girl warms my is, heart. Girl is gender neutral. <laughs> so girl is gender neutral. Like a lot of people say dude and it's gender neutral. Girl, girl is gender neutral for me. So yeah. everybody's girl. I saw a um, girl all the time. So the great thing about when the Orange audition had happened is that even though it was a struggle, I had been in acting class every week because I loved it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I say to people. If you want to be an actor and you don't love it, you should do something else mm-hmm. because you're going to be too old, too young, too short, too thin, too trans, too black, too white. And so all the rejection... I kept loving it. And so mm-hmm. I kept, even though I, I kind of gave up hope, I kept going to class because I love acting. Mm-hmm. And so when the audition came along, I did the one audition, I booked it. And then this juicy role came along and this beautiful writing and I was prepared. I was ready because I had trained. I had done independent films for free, student Mm -hmm. films for free. I did everything I could to get experience. And so when this opportunity came, I was ready. Mm -hmm. And I and and I love that Oprah says there's no such thing as luck. Luck is only when preparation meets opportunity. And when my opportunity came, I was prepared. And I'm still here. Mm -hmm. And I still love what I do. Mm -hmm. And I got I get to do so many different things now. Mm -hmm. I love that I'm an actor, but I also get to host red carpets and I have an interview show. That's amazing. That's what I wanted to ask you. Do you like one more than the other do you like being in that live red carpet space more than you do like what I love more? it I didn't think I would when they when E approached me I was like well I, I hosted their countdown show in 2020 and had mm-hmm. a lot of fun doing mm-hmm. it and then they asked me to you know to be their new red carpet host and I was like do I want to do this and will people forget that I act and acting has always been that even though I've always done a lot of different things I, I know that I'm an actor first mm-hmm. and that's what I prioritize and that's why people even care about me yeah. but I love it at the Grammys recently um, I interviewed Machine Gun Kelly Mm -hmm. and he came to the carpet really vulnerable it was intense I I was like what's going on here it was a different energy than I'm used to he cried I think and he was he was really emotional he found out in the car on the way way there that he had lost the Grammy Mm. and he was planning to win and he was had built up basically he said that he had built up like all of this I'm going to prove people wrong and Mm. I'm going to be valid now because I've won this Grammy and he didn't win it and he actually had the courage to be vulnerable and admit that yeah. and on live television. And it was a beautiful, raw moment. And I love being able to hold space for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a show um, with E called If We're Being Honest that's on Peacock. And mm-hmm. I, it's an interview show. And I get to hold space mm-hmm. for complexity, for people's humanity. We laugh. We cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the stuff I love where we can like have real moments with the guests I'm speaking with mm-hmm. and then hopefully the audience. I wanted to ask you about the red carpet thing because I wanted to ask yes. you, what did you learn in the moment with Will and Jada? 
We love you. Thank you for all the years of joy you've brought us. Thank you. We can't wait for more Red Table Talk and more entanglements. And <laughs> no more entanglements. No more entanglements. Like after you mm. received the backlash and everything, what did you learn? Oy vey. I learned that the world was not ready for the evolved relationship that they were presenting us. Mm -hmm. Because when I, you know, I just jokingly say, you know, we're looking for more entanglements. I love Red Table Talk. I love mm -hmm. this mess. And people thought I was being shady. And I talked to Jada afterwards. She was fine. She thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. But the world interpreted it as mess. I feel like their intention was for uh, the, uh, for us to see a different way to do relationships that wasn't like this traditional thing. Mm -hmm. And the world made it into mess. Mm -hmm. Traditional, heteronormative, monogamous ideas about what a relationship should look like. I think everyone can do relationships on their own terms and should mm -hmm. do relationships on their own terms. And I think they're doing that and the people just don't get it. All right, we got more with Laverne Cox. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School Podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Laverne Cox. And our guest host, Jess Hilarious, is here. You know, being a comedian, we we often speak on that nothing is off limits. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Like, we, we speak on things that, you know, people in this, in these days, th- these days and times may take a total different way that we're oh, yeah. trying to, you know, put it out there. Mm-hmm. Has, do you think that because a comedian has a joke um, about LGBT that they're homophobic? Like, do you, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because I got a lot of jokes <clears throat> about the LGBT, but I have a lot of jokes about straight people too. Yeah. I Everybody. I think it's really complicated. I interviewed um, Cameron Esposito on my show, mm-hmm. if we're being honest, and Cameron's a, a non-binary stand-up comic. And Cameron thinks she should be able to joke about anything. Right. Um, but Cameron also said that a lot of comedians who have problems, who are saying they're always being canceled and they can't aren't allowed to joke anymore, mm-hmm. aren't used to getting feedback. Mm-hmm. So, so, so there's that mm-hmm. piece. And I think, too, that one can say something or do something that may be homophobic or racist Mm -hmm. and not be racist, right? Right. But there's a difference between I am, like a statement of um, Brene Brown distinguishes between shame and guilt is shame is I am a mistake and guilt is I made a mistake, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that's an important distinction to make that someone can unknowingly Right, say something or do something that's um, that's transphobic mm-hmm. and not be transphobic. I was right. on set um, for a show that I was doing many years ago, and um, one of my um, coworkers, who I adore and we're still friends to this day, mm-hmm. said the T word, the T word that ends with a Y, mm-hmm. and I wasn't 
I wasn't upset by it, but I was mm-hmm. like, I understood in that moment mm-hmm. that this, my coworker didn't understand that a lot of trans people, if you said that word, would have a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's just like something, just like with racism, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could think somebody can do something racist or say something racist, mm-hmm. not necessarily intending it um, in a certain way. There are words that we might not even know are problematic. Right. Right. And we just don't know. But mm-hmm. it is racist. It is transphobic. I mean, for you, it's a comic. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, have you been criticized or critiqued for some of your LGBTQ Most jokes? definitely. Most definitely. But How did that I make you feel? It, it made me... I was mad. I was mm-hmm. very upset because I'm like, how can you say I'm homophobic, homophobic because of this and because of that and then and then it comes the thing of like if if you say oh yo you know my brother gay or oh, i got a gay best friend then they still put you in a box like well oh, that's okay. like so, that's like saying my, my best, some of my black. best friends are black right. yeah and same you get time. misgendered a lot jess which i hate what <laughs> you get misgendered a lot people, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. people always you know say i was born a man and all that and i hate that and I, how yeah, does that make you I, feel how does it make you feel the when people when, when people say, misgender you as a as a as a, as a non-trans woman i honestly have never got upset i actually started putting it in my jokes but it's other people that a would lot get of upset black women for me a lot of black women get upset about that yeah i'm i'm gonna be totally honest with you i got upset that i caught this this uh guy he was lgbt he called me the the t word that ended with a y and I called them the F word. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, and, and but it was blew up because I said, I, I felt like, all right, mm-hmm. slur for slur. And I, and he's like, oh, you know, everybody's like, yo, you, you're not a part of the community. You can't say that. What well, gives him the right to tell me that I'm a T word. Like you did can't he do that. know? That, that did he? Did he know that you were? He was being smart. He knew exactly that I was a woman. That you know that I'm born a woman. Am a woman. But like you hit me below the belt, and and you weren't saying it because you were. You really thought that you said that because you knew that. Trying to insult you. Trying to insult you. Something yeah, right. like. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's you, a. There's. A, I think it's it. Was it the, um yeah, um one of the city girls who just has a lyric about like mm-hmm. pretty like a transgender like we it's it shouldn't be. An insult to say that someone, I mean, look at me. That's how he tried, right? Look at <laughs> it you. It shouldn't be an insult to say that someone looks trans. It's mm. trans is beautiful. But, right. And, and I think too, when in that moment, using that F slur, you were mad. I was like, upset. For me, I decided many years ago, I had an incident in a, in a gay club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, um, I was co-hosting a, a, an event and I used the F word. I said, use mm. some loud F words. This was mm. years ago. After the show, these two black gay men came up to me and read me for, they read me for filth. And I'm there mm-hmm. with my friend Ari, may he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, we're reclaiming that word and I'm right. trans. And they were like, not having it. Yeah. And right. I talked talk to my friend Ari and I was self-righteous. I was like, we're reclaiming that word. We're taking the power right. away from that word. And Ari was like, absolutely. Then I talked to my brother. My brother is um, identifies as a practicing homosexual. He doesn't like the word gay. He thinks it's a white bourgeois construct and he prefers the idea of practiced orientation. Twins, anyway, right? we're twins. Okay. And I talked to my brother about it and I expected my brother to be like, yeah, they were crazy and they were wrong. And my brother was like, that's not your word to reclaim. And I was like, but no, but no. And it's like, that's not your word to reclaim. Yeah. And then he said it a third time. And then I started crying. Yeah. Because I had to admit that I said something that was hurtful. I saw the hurt in their mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. I didn't. I, I immediately became defensive. And that defensiveness, I get. But that uncomfortability, that moment of sitting with like, I hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't intend to. Right. But I hurt somebody. And that... Yeah. 
felt awful. Do you ever get tired of being, uh, I don't want to say the face, but the person that everybody comes to when Word. there's a joke that people don't like or when somebody says something in a lyric or the spokesperson? Like, like spokesperson. Do you get tired well, of not, that? I'm not anymore. There's so many more of us. And what I, what I love about my career and what I'm really proud of is that I'm the first openly trans person to be nominated for an acting Emmy but I'm not the last mm. I'm the first trans person to be on the cover of Time Magazine but I'm not the last mm. um, there's so many more trans people with the platform now mm. what I am frustrated by with these legislative attacks against trans people now is that people aren't talking to enough trans people there's like lots of pundits and people who like talk about trans issues without a trans person in sight there used to be a time I'm old enough where you know people would talk about trans issues and actually bring on trans people to talk I can't what I've learned is I can't speak on every issue mm -hmm. because it's exhausting this stuff is also traumatizing transphobia is traumatizing racism is traumatizing <laughs> misogyny is traumatizing and I can't live in that space right. I can't live in that space all the time and I you know that 2020 taught me that too I'm honored that I've been chosen I think by a power greater than myself to be a vessel for all of the visibility that mm -hmm. trans people have now. And I, it used to feel like a lot of pressure and I used to feel this obligation to speak up about everything. And now I pray to God that like, I'd say thank you, but I'm like, can I wear this light more lightly and with mm -hmm. more joy? And I'm getting there. I'm in, and, and I'm getting there by staying in the love. Absolutely. I do want to ask, um, yes, since we're talking about it, mm -hmm. when, when it comes to gender identity, should, should we let kids wait until they are older to make that decision? Because I know that's a big It is a big point. conversation mm -hmm. right now. And what I say to that is that if you are not a trans child or have a parent or a parent of a child who thinks they might be trans, it's none of your business. Mm -hmm. I think what has been happening with the GOP specifically now and all of the like, we have to protect kids, kids in sports, kids this, kids that. It's never been about kids. It's always been about stigmatizing trans people. There's a law in Oklahoma that was just um, introduced that would ban gender affirming care up until the age of 26. This tells me what I've already always known. That's never been about kids. It's about making trans people not exist. Donald Trump just made a speech saying we need to ban gender affirming care for everybody. He, he may have misspoken. He misspeaks a lot. Mm -hmm. But he said we need to ban it for everybody. That is the plan. So I think when we are talking about someone else's access to health care or bodily autonomy, it's nobody else's business, whether they're a child or an adult. Um, the American Academy for Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, the Endocrine Society have a set of protocols, and they're all well-respected for treating trans kids. And that should be handled by doctors, not legislators, not people who are not involved. All right, well, don't move. We have more with Laverne Cox. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Still kicking it with Laverne Cox. And our special guest host is here, Jess Hilarious. Charlemagne? You know, I'm, I'm glad you're here because we can even help Jess unpack a, another little bit of trauma that she went through. Remember, Jess, I saw you say this on the Don't Call Me White Girl podcast. Yeah. There was a guy hollering at you. Flew yeah. out. And, and you was tried into to fly, him. Yeah, try to fly you out. Right? I, was, I wasn't into him. I thought you said you was into him. I thought you said you was trying to fly you out. Okay, there was this guy. He's known. Everybody know him. He's a singer. A famous. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that yes, part. Like, I didn't know a singer part either. Yeah, I'm talking about from back in the day. He's trying to holler at me too, yeah, girl. See? Mm -hmm. The ones that will act like they didn't. But yeah, he DM'd me and he was like, he wanted me to. Um, have sex with him. Have sex, yeah, have sex with him. Yeah. But he wanted me to bend him over because he wanted you to strap on. He, no, he thought I had 
that already yes. came like that. He like thought he that you were a trans woman who had yes, not had wanted, body surgery. And he really wanted this experience and he didn't know he hit me and once. And he's known, or girl, after the show, you just tell me who it is. I might know who it is, girl. Look, and she might not even be shocked, but the thing is, these yeah, things don't surprise this, me. No. And I was like, wow. like I, And this was traumatizing not, for you? No, I just yes, was like, was. no, it wasn't. It was not. Look, Charlene, so you're a mess. So, bro, what did I tell you? It you're a mess. Because girl, like, you're a mess. Because he was trying to insult me. He just literally thought that I was, you know, he thought so you were trans and so he was, he was really wanting I and wasn't so, upset at all. Okay. When I seen the money, I was like, dang, I wish I did have one of those because he was exactly. all probably offering money. Wanted. What? Was like, he thought you were a sex worker. Yes. He thought you were a sex worker. He thought you were trans. There's People always often assume that trans people are sex workers. We're not all sex workers. There's other things we can do. And this is not to, you know, demean sex work. We, you know, we're sex workers should mm-hmm. be decriminalized mm-hmm. and all that um wow but and, and when i told him and look and when i was like okay so no i am you know woman he was like oh damn all right well see you like it was like well, you can still fly me out for the money if you but no he, he didn't want something he very specific he, yeah very specific and he wasn't disrespectful after he wasn't and i wasn't about to put that up you know none mm-hmm. of that but he was really like i wouldn't say disappointed but it was like, oh, sounds like he was disappointed. Damn, you not? Yeah, all right, he was well, disappointed. No, I think that like we have to, like, you know, I it's and it's tricky to talk about sex uh, with trans folks because we're often sexualized, yeah. right? And so to have an adult conversation about sex and sexuality right. and not again to elevate the humanity of trans people this is this is my work to elevate the um, humanity of trans people but there are straight identified men mm-hmm. who enjoy being pegged having right. a woman strap on right. who enjoy a trans woman who mm-hmm. might you know give them that 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 pleasure mm-hmm. and they still identify as straight because she's still a woman right mm-hmm. so i think that like a more evolved conversation that a lot of people aren't ready for is that a sex act does not define your sexuality. Nobody can tell you who you are. Okay. Nobody right. can tell you who you are. So you, people, sexuality exists on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like really problematic when we find out that someone enjoys something sexually and then we start telling Use them it. that they are gay or start telling them of, yeah. the, of their sexuality. It is not our business to tell somebody their sexuality. If they're in the closet, if they're in denial, that's actually not our business either. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's too much of that. Mm-hmm. I think we can allow, and people are doing all sorts of things sexually. Mm-hmm. And I think it's all wonderful. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. great. Live your, as long as it's consensual. Right. And everybody right. is a, an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, it's great. And I don't, I think that like, it's an advanced concept, but sex, separating a sex act from someone's sexuality, I mm-hmm. think is something that's very evolved that I would love for people to be able to, to so do. So Charlamagne does a no, sex act to me. No, I just love the fact yeah, that I there's potentially he a... Wait a minute. He I does a sex act does a sex act to me, oh. that doesn't necessarily mean he's gay. That's what she's saying. It's Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Oh, he is, that's ridiculous. But not I just love regular fact, other people. I just love the fact that a, 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 a trans Sorry. woman potentially took one of Jess's prospects. That's what I... What? That's what I appreciate. He found his. He found the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted me. Don't talk to him today. He wanted me. He wanted me. He didn't know that I was. He still want me to this day. You could have been like, girl, I could strap on. Did you offer that? Yes, because the money. You did. How much money was it? How much was it? Fifty thousand dollars. 
girl. So I was like, what? Hey, oh, so listen, he must still be doing shows. Yes. Yes. girl. So, okay, you can tell the girls who this is. But, the, the sex worker listen. girls out there. There is listen. a man, a singer, offering $50,000. Yes, and they better give me a piece of that. How old is he? How old is he? How old is he? Oh, he's like, he's over 50. Oh. He's like, this was like somebody we listened to like back in the Disney. All right, stop. We, don't do that. Somebody's still listening. We still listening to them right now. $50,000. $50,000. The girls, the girl, and, a lot of girls can use that. And so I did. You know, I had to talk it over with my best <laughs> friend. What's wrong with you? It's so good. It's so beautiful to be a black. It's so beautiful to be a black trans woman and not so no. need that money. It's, it's going, so beautiful to make my own money. Can we talk about this, please? Yes, Barbie. Yes, can we get the Barbie? Can we talk about Barbie in the same conversation that we were talking about? Laverne, Will Mattel be okay with us having that conversation and then talking Let's about Wusa, 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 Wusa. I want to know how did this doll come about? Was this a dream of yours? It or how was. did it happen? So Tell when us. I found out Ava DuVernay had a doll, I was like, I want a doll too. And I said to my manager, Paul, I was like, I want a Barbie. And like, I don't know if he reached out, but like a, several years later, Mattel reached out and said, we'd love to do a Barbie. Um, we're doing a tribute collection. And I said, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, it was a dream. And it was... I have a, I've, I've talked a lot about this when the Barbie came out, but when I was a kid, I wanted a Barbie, and my mom did not allow me to play with Barbie. She, mm. it was forbidden. And I was in therapy, and I told that story to my therapist, and my therapist said, "You can. It's never too late to have a happy childhood. You can reparent that inner child. Mm. I think you should go and buy yourself a Barbie. Did you? And play with her. I absolutely did. I bought a Barbie, played with her, I dressed her, and it was healing. And then I told my mom about it and then my mom started sending me Barbies it's always missing wow. time oh wow. really then my mom started sending me Barbies god this ugh. oh ugh, I'm not gonna crown the breakfast club Really sweet. Um, and black she started Barbies? sending me black Barbies. Absolutely, okay. yeah. she started sending me black Barbies, and it was just this wonderful. Mm -hmm. Like the, we all have a little kid inside of us mm -hmm. that that mm -hmm. needs attention, that needs healing, and um, yeah, she's been. I've been taking really good care of my inner child, and Barbie has been a huge part of that. And so, what was so exciting for me about having a, my own Barbie is mm -hmm. that. Other people can have this space of, of whatever age you are to like reparent your inner child, yeah. or and and have and know that you can be trans or non-binary and that like you exist. This is my, this is my last question. I guess it's, it's more like a, even, even though a statement. I guess the the challenge I have is a personality. Is I often wonder what's more impactful, right? Because you're Laverne Cox to me. Like you're not mm -hmm. transgender actress Laverne Cox. You're Laverne Cox. You got a lot of things mm -hmm. going on. So I wonder what's more powerful: just having you on a platform like this and just having a conversation about everything that you're doing, or allowing you to speak to your your transness. I can do both. Mm -hmm. yeah. Find a girl who can do both. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. that for me it's like just living my life as I'm 50 years old living my life work, I worked in restaurants in New York for 20 years I did not go to the restaurant talking about my trans since when I was working at a coffee mm -hmm. shop I just mm -hmm. went to the restaurant and I was myself and mm -hmm. some people knew I was trans some people didn't mm -hmm. they, they, but they got to know me as a human being right. and that was the most powerful thing ever when I'm on set I'm not like, educating people or mm -hmm. doing diversity and inclusion training right. I'm doing my job mm -hmm. and showing up and doing me has been the best way so I think it's like 
it's about our humanity. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm trans, but like I'm so much more, more than that. Than and yeah. every trans person is so much more than that. And I and just our humanity. Like we've always been here. We've been second class citizens. If we're going to acknowledge that these folks are here, let's just like respect them mm-hmm. and let them be. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't affect you. It really shouldn't. And mm-hmm. I think that like I feel like a lot of men who get upset about trans women, it's like they want to be misogynist and they want to like mm-hmm. holler at a girl and know that she was assigned female at birth and they get upset and it's like that's not my problem that if you're attracted to me it's not mm-hmm. like my problem that you clicked swipe right on me on a dating right. app like it just unmatch and right. move on it's like people get so <laughs> right. and and then it's i not think my for fault i made you jump right you know what i'm saying Damn. Sure. Well, laverne cox ladies laverne and gentlemen cox, thank you for joining us y'all check I'm out if we're being honest yes. with laverne cox on peacock mm-hmm. yes Yes. And uh, Oscar's red carpet. That's right. March 12th. Oh, yes. That's yes. right. March 12th. Well, yes. thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Always. And uh, don't be a stranger. Thank you. It's The Breakfast Club. It's Laverne Cox. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Accept no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum. Large size condoms. Damn, the hee-haw again. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm not trying to be Donkey of the Day no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. Called Donkey of the Day, and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne. Who got the Donkey of the Day today? Well, Jess Hilarious, uh, Donkey of the Day goes to Stefania Santabria. She is a 50-year-old fifth-grade math instructor. Listen to what I said, 50-year-old fifth-grade math instructor. Math! Math. Okay, the area of knowledge that includes the topics of numbers, formulas, and related structures, shapes, and spaces. Okay, you know, five plus five, six times two, eight divided by four. We all know what math is. Mm-hmm. And when you're in fifth grade, those students, you know, they focused on adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing whole numbers, fractions, decimals. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, Stefania Santabria, the fifth grade math teacher, faces charges including strangulation in the second degree risk of injury to a minor and reckless endangerment in the first degree how did we get to that equation okay what plus what equals strangulation in the second degree risk of injury to a minor and reckless endangerment in the first degree well let's go to abc7 new york for the report please Okay, Liz, usually when we hear about chokeholds in the news, we're hearing about something that police are not supposed to do because it's dangerous. Well, in this case, a teacher who was working as a math coach is accused of putting a fifth grader in a chokehold. Now, this was supposed to be educational, a demonstration, but the school district says that student fainted. Letting us know that a staff member there, a math coach, had rendered one of the students uh, unconscious. According to the police reports, it happened while teaching a group of fifth graders a defensive jujitsu move and demonstrating on three of them. Someone alerted the school nurse. The student regained consciousness, uh, it says the reports within seconds. Any idea how it came to be that she was teaching them martial arts when she's a math coach? You know, the, so the investigation is still ongoing. We're not sure exactly why she decided to do that. An investigation that resulted in an arrest a week later of 50-year-old Stephanie Sanabria at her home in Danbury. She's facing serious charges, strangulation, risk of injury to a minor, and reckless endangerment. Ma'am, ma'am, you're supposed to be a math teacher, not math hoffle. Hello. Okay. 
This is what I be trying to explain to my wife. I don't understand this new math at all, okay? Now, I'm all for teaching kids how to defend themselves, but I'm also all for everyone staying in their damn lane. If the class is math, if the subject is math, if you are indeed a math instructor, then why the hell are you teaching my child how to do a red naked chokehold? Okay, you're supposed to be teaching calculus, not the camel clutch. You're supposed to be teaching my child how to do fractions, not figure four leg locks. Okay, this is the problem with the era we in. Everybody thinks they are an expert at everything. Nobody is actually in alignment with their actual purpose, okay? When you see a math teacher teaching kids how to do Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Dream, then best believe the math ain't mathing. Now, we all parents in this room. Tamar, what do you do when your child comes home and says her math instructor put them in the crippler car, the cross face? Oh, pray for me. <laughs> and somebody go get my bail. <laughs> oh, baby, it's going down. Yeah. I would have to have that math teacher teach me so I can teach her. Mm. Yeah. MB, what about you? Ah, well, female teachers, they got to deal with Gia. I'm sure Gia will put her in the Brooklyn headlock Hello. somehow, some way. Knock her right out. Gia put you in a chokehold before, right? She did. Yeah. And she and I almost passed out. Like, I was tapping the, the, tapped the side. Really? Yeah. yeah, so now we can't play flight anymore. Because she, she had me in a lock, and I couldn't get out. And I was I was dying, and I was <laughs> dying. It's not funny, though. Dropping the clues bombs for Gia. Wow. Don't you do it. That's my Don't stop right the bomb! That's a shame. Maybe can't beat nobody in this house. Not Gia, not Logan. <laughs> like, nobody Envy can take. I can take Peyton. She won. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I will shoot this teacher a little bail. Maybe she's been seeing all these teachers online getting beat up by kids, so she was doing some preventative measures. She just had to let these little kids know that she knows a little something, something, just in case one of them get too sporty. Okay, sometimes you got to show people your strength so they know not to play with you. But here's the thing, Miss Math Instructor, when playing with other people's kids, or should I say when causing harm to other people's children, you need to ask yourself one simple question. Why is the math book sad? I repeat, why is the math book sad? Because it has too many problems. And that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what you're oh, going to have and deserve to have putting other people's kids in the Cobra Clutch. Okay, please give Stefania Santabria the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years old big age of 50 still wow. making choices like that's that that's crazy yes it is alright well yes, thank you is. for that donkey today mm -hmm. The Breakfast Club if you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, I already know. each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, 
monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freaky Friday, goddamn. Hey, look, where are my freaks at? Call in now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Claudia Jordan, with See, us murder. this morning. What's good? And it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. And the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question comes from uh, White Boy Rick. Shout out to White Boy Rick. He uh, supports me at all my car shows. But the question is, you know, he got allegedly got into an incident where he said uh, another woman's name while he was having sex. And him and a woman got into an altercation. I'll say allegedly. Um, I heard there's more to the story that I'll let him tell it, but we're taking it away from there and asking what are turnoffs in the bed for you? Charlemagne says, Charlemagne says nothing. No, Everything I'm turns him off. I don't, uh, even when your kid's knock on I mean, the door, you got four. Well, that's different. That's not a turn off. It does. Cause after that, I, I, I gotta, consider that an interruption. Like, I'm not turned off when they knock on the door. Just you're interrupted. I got to start back up. It's like, you know, the car, you got to go eh, 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 yeah, interrupted. <laughs> a turn off is when you just like, like eh. turned off. Yeah. Oh, nah, nah, I'm good. I think, I think what, I mean, I haven't. Experiences in quite a quite a quite a long time, but yeah, I would think older, like Claudia said. Yeah, yeah. like someone, like if a guy has bad breath and he like licks your boobs, and then you got to think nipple. And like that's you. Like, that's you. <laughs> that's, you. <laughs> that's you. That's you. That's you. Or like I I like a little bit of a pressure around my neck sometimes, right? If they do it too hard, like like you're choking a, a man. Like I'm a woman, like be gentle with it, like be. Strong. You have to tell somebody like that or the yeah, chill? I'm like, too, too strong. Don't do it. This isn't for you. This isn't your thing. That would be messed up. You, you all sexual. You choke somebody. Like, hey, hey, like, it's not supposed to really I'm be a It's supposed to be kind of like a fantasy. They, uh, somebody up here said something. Um, we were talking, and uh, he said that when he's doing it, and the young lady is like, you know, are you there yet? Are you there yet? You know what I mean? Because that shows that she might not be enjoying it. But she, she wants, what, she just wants to finish you. Yeah. That's the wrap it up music. Yeah. yeah. But that, 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 that's not, uh, when you yeah. get that, it's like, oh, man. But not for nothing. I thought we was having a good time. But not for nothing. The person you're talking about is big. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody, see, you didn't have to say all that. You said it. So I'm just I saying. I did not say that. His name is Big Mac. That right, could be but, anything. I, but, so the person is big. So just imagine, you know, the weight on you. And she's like, oh, you finished What's up with you, man? Are you right? Let's I thought that's your man. That's my man. What's up with you? Why? 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 For what? What was that for? Why? So you're saying if she's on the bottom. Correct. If she's on the bottom, it'd be, it's hard to be on the bottom of a He said a he was fishing from the back. He was behind her. Huh? He wasn't on top of her. He was behind her. <laughs> Could you imagine the weight behind her? Nobody's letting him behind him. But sometimes from the back, it really hurts, though. Yes. Really? You, didn't really, you really get to it. I said Probably yes like I know, right? I said no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and your voice, and your, oh, your voice went mad high, too. Like, you were really meant that. <laughs> yes. 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 From the back, it really hurts. Envy. Yes. 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 I hate you. <laughs> Let's go to the full last. Y'all telling yourselves left and right today. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Hello, who's this? <laughs> what up, man? This is mine from East Side Detroit. What's up, brother? What, 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 what are some turnovers in the bedroom bro? for you, bro? Man, you know, when you get the nibble on your ear and that hair stink, man. Sometimes the hair stink. The hair stink. The, you said hair or ear? Yeah, hair. you know that. The hair. You know the hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The hair stink. Jesus. Gotta wash the weeds, ladies. Hello, who's this? This old school daddy. All right, what's up, brother? What, what what turned you off in the bedroom? Fish legs and black pantyhose. Fish legs and black pantyhose. Fish nets or fish le- what? Or fish smell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fish legs and black pantyhose. So when you take the pantyhose off and then you act like you're gonna get some bait from fish tackle. That's what I mean, that tartar smell to bring all the fishes out. Oh. My daddy say, if it smell like cologne, leave it alone. If it smell like fish, eat all you wish. No, <laughs> Charlamagne, no. No, your daddy stole, stole it wrong. <laughs> your father told you that? That's what my daddy used to say all the time. If it smell like cologne, leave it alone. If it smell like fish, eat all you wish. Did he have sore throats a lot? 
No. 2023, that's some good advice. <laughs> Think about it. Hello. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. My name is Jasmine. Tell your pops. Hey, Jasmine. Oh good morning. So my my biggest turn off is when we're we're tonguing each other down. We're hot and heavy in the moment, and then he want to tongue my ear, and I'm hearing that like nasty <laughs> lip smacking and and all that extra. How old are you? And I say like. How old are I'm you? I'm 31. Yeah. Because see, in the 20s, is where, you, where, you, where you, you you put your tongue all in somebody's Never. ear. That's gross. Earwax Never. is disgusting. Ew. Who are you dating with? They got earwax. Everybody got earwax. I ain't never did that. Yeah. That's a move go. I ain't never tried. I don't care how clean I don't care how clean you are, how much you wax, clean your ears with Q-tips. No. Oh. No. Oh. Not my ear. Which is crazy, though, because you probably like it in your Hey. Why you hang up on the lady? I didn't mean to hang up. I didn't know you was going to go into the butt. I'm, I'm just bad. saying. Oh, you didn't know? You've been doing this 13 years? I'm still here. <laughs> oh, it's every, I've been here twice. It's every time. You knew it was going into the butt. <laughs> Hello? Hey, what's up? I'm sorry. We're just having butt talks up here. Oh, freaky, freaky, man. freaky Friday. We asking, what, ter- what are some turnoffs in the bedroom for you, mama? <laughs> to me, a turnoff is no rhythm. Excessive pubic hair, like that's too nappy. That's not cut and maintained. And just overall not knowing what you're doing because we too old not for you for you not to be knowing what you're doing at this point well you, men can always learn everybody can always learn and they can cut their pubic hair off but bad rhythm you can't fix that like they have that like that, that real quick like that rabbit thing yeah yeah, yeah they have the ego like they know what they're doing but they don't yeah mm-hmm. alright Melissa so what do you do you tell them you can't dance just say slow down baby okay. you gotta slow down like we're on different rhythms Jesus. All right. Well, 800 585 is Freaky 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 Friday. And the Freaky Freaky Friday question is, what are some turnoffs in the bedroom? Call us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday. It's Freaky. Call in now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Claudia Jordan here, our guest host. And it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. And the Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday question is, what are some turnoffs in the bedroom? This came from, uh, shout the white boy, Rick. Uh, allegedly, it was reported that him and his girl got into a situation, or him and a girl, and she said that during sex, he called the wrong name. Uh, so we're just asking, what are some of your turnoffs? Hello, who's this? It's your boy Lovey from the Bronx, aka Mr. Thirteen. All right, Lovey. So, what what are some turnoffs for you, bro? It's Freaky Friday. So I have I, this is the problem I have with Queen. If you don't want a well-endowed man, don't sign up for it. I got I co-host this woman. It took me three months. We went to the room. She got dressed and walked away after she seen it. After she saw it, she got dressed and walked away after she seen the thirteen and a half. So I need one. Oh, you never met Cla- Claudia. This is our guy. Lovey. Lovey's his name. He has a 13 and a half inch penis. Yes. Right. Okay. So he says a lot of women are scared of it. So he says when, when, when you know, women, I guess, walk away when they see it, he, that's a turn off. So technically your penis is the turn off. Yeah, yeah. It's, your, it's you, bro. You can't be mad at her for that, though. She knows her limitations. But then they put restrictions on you. Like, I can't have a I can only have missionary. I don't feel sorry I for you. I need a woman to tap in. I don't feel sorry for yeah, you at all. I don't feel sorry for that you. That hurts. You know what that feels like? Envy? Charlemagne? I have no, no idea. No, I don't. I'd be scared too. <laughs> <laughs> I have no 13 idea. 13 and a half inches going in? Jesus. Mm-mm. Hello, who's this? This is Angela. Hey, Angela. Good morning. What are some turnoffs in the bedroom for you? 
I would say too much conversation, too much talking. What do you mean too much talking? Like dirty talking or like asking you how your day was? No, like, you know, like whispering things or but people that want you to repeat things to you, say this and say this and have full conversations. It's just, it gets to be a lot. I feel you. I had that before. My ex-boyfriend will say, ask me weird ass questions that were like, I didn't <laughs> answer. I was ignoring him. I'm like, just shut up. Yeah. Just shut up and finish. Like, why are you Damn. asking me? I don't want to answer your questions right now. I've, I've, I've gotten that. I've been told to shut the hell up. <laughs> really? What questions do you ask? Oh, it don't matter. But I've been told to shut up. I ain't well, talking well, too much. Not everybody's good at sex talk. Like, it is definitely a skill. And some people come off, they show how perverted and weird they are in that moment. You're like, I like sexiness, but then it gets weird. Oh, you just talk too much. Like, you, I think it's I think it's one of those things where less is more. Like, I don't think you're supposed to have a whole conversation. But what are you saying? You can't, hold, you can't do a podcast. You can't do a whole monologue. It should, be like, like, it should be a little bit of like half sentences here and like a baby this, you like this. It's not. That's right. Don't be asking me stupid questions. That's right. Hello, and who's this? Me. I'm the stupid question. Rolanda. Hey, Rolanda. What do you hate in the bedroom? Mm, I hate hard breathing. Now, Rolanda, now I ain't gonna lie. There's, there's a lot of people out there that, that, that don't work out. So you're gonna get a lot of hard breathing. <laughs> So you saying fat people? Right, right. People with sleep apnea? No, it's what you not saying? even fat people, though. You don't got to be fat to have hard breathing. Yeah, that's true. You work out, Rolanda? Yeah, I don't. I need to, though. You probably hard. You probably breathe hard, too, now, mama. I don't. I don't. I really don't. Hard breathing. You ever dealt with a hard breather, Claudia? Probably. I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mama. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Anton from South Carolina. Hey, Anton. I see you all day. We're talking, uh, yes, it's, it's Freaky Good Freaky morning. Freaky Friday. We're just asking, you know, what are some turnoffs in the bedroom, brother? Uh, you know, when you get in and you hear a fart noise and you, it come out the one that stinks and not the one that works. Oh, you talk about... I disagree. Wait, wait, what, what fart you talking about? Oh, you, yeah. you like that. I, I like that sound. I remember you mean that queef or you talking about fart? I, yeah, I, yeah, the fart. Not stink cold. Maybe the wind cold, but not stink cold. I ain't never, I ain't never wait, seen... Wait, you mean a queef or a fart? What do you mean? You talking about fart fart? <laughs> yeah, a fart. I think you mistaken queefs for farts, bro. Yeah. How, mm, mm. I love You put queefs. too much air in it. That means you've been going fast. You pumped it real fast. No, but I think he's, think, he's talking about coming out the back end. Man. That's just nasty, bro. I am a member of a tribe called Queef. I love a good Queef. Yeah, I don't okay. think you're talking Queefing. Call if me a, Chief Queef. If a girl farts with you, she don't really like you that much. <laughs> that is disrespectful. She, she don't right? care. She's like, I don't care. And best believe... <laughs> Best believe it's going to the group chat. I fought in his face. Like, <laughs> Jesus. One of my friends said that she did that. She didn't care about him. Just Jesus. saying. Well, thank you, brother. <laughs> Girls are experts at holding in their farts. We do it our entire life. If she wow. farts during sex, she does not care. She don't care about you at all. No, she's like, what? Man? Is, that a way, is, that, is that another way to say wrap it up, too? Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know. Ask Claudia. 13 inches is too much. That's <laughs> what so she got. She's still stuck on that. Y'all like things like, what, five, six inches? What, what do y'all think? Show me. What do you like? Eight. What do I like? What? what you talking about? All right. Well, Pick that a number between one and thirteen. No, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I heard was the thirteen half fifteen. What happened? All right. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now you got a positive note, Charlemagne. I do have a positive note, man. Uh, the positive note is simple. Uh, pay attention to your patterns. Okay, the way you learn to survive may not be the way you want to continue to live. Heal and shift. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.